For several months, I worked at the Georgia 400 toll plaza as a cashier. The following pieces were all inspired by the various experiences I had with the commuting public while I was there. One of the first things I realized once I started working at the toll plaza was that in many ways, my experiences there would be metaphoric of the journey that is life. Over three million vehicles drove through those lanes each month before it closed on November 2nd, 2013. Yep, three million faces. Who knows how many of those I saw. But what I do know is that with each face, there is an expression. And behind every expression, a story its energy is telling. And although they come and go, they leave behind their dwelling. Tossing quarters was simple enough. But this was a front row seat in a sociology class that was really tough. For the first couple months, the toll booth virgin was me. And oh my found myself really disappointed in humanity. The Look of Judgment There's no harsher judge of us than he whose reflection lies in our own mirror. Although I have the pleasure of being a citizen of these United States, I spent a significant part of my childhood living in the British Virgin Islands with my grandparents, whose love and affection wasn't as present as their displeasure and judgment. So I'm very familiar with the look of judgment. After all, I spent years looking at myself and my life through those eyes. Through those eyes, all I could see was a self I didn't want to be and a life I didn't want to live. But today, after turning self-hatred into hope and finding a purpose for my pain, I no longer look at myself or my life through the eyes of judgment or those of shame. And because this is true, I can stand in the face of judgment and take his 50 cents and be undefined by his thoughts concerning my lack of worth or his looks that suggest my life equates to dirt or his question, are you going to pick that up? Because he dropped his 50 cents outside the bin, too busy pitying the state he perceives I'm in, the look or the ways of judgment are no strangers to me. But I stand strong in the faces of judgment driving through these lanes, you see. Every day, I am confronted with the self-reflection that their car windows display. It is now one of non-judgment, I am happy to say. I am not perfect in my own eyes. And I never wish to be, but I am learning to see myself and others through God's eyes as the process of growth continues in me. 
When I see the eyes of judgment looking back at me, I think not in terms of race, because I don't define myself or others by the color of their face. What I see, however, is a human being blinded by an illusion supported by a system of paradigms built on mistruths and stereotypes, therefore locking them into a conclusion that is incorrect. I am hardly hurt by the inability to see me correctly for a brief moment in time. The thought that lingers with me, though, is how tragic it would be if they lived their whole lives without ever being free from the prison of their own paradigms. Often, it is what we do to ourselves, not others, that are the worst of our crimes. Paying it backwards. I've been a car enthusiast long before I understood that some people use cars as symbols of status. From where I sit in the toll booth as a cashier at the Georgia 400 toll plaza, I recognize the marquee on many automobiles before I can see their drivers. While the emblem may speak to the class of the car, it says nothing about the class of the persons it has carried thus far. I so often wished classy cars came with classy people, and maybe their owners do too. Unfortunately, while money can buy class in cars, it cannot buy class in you. What truly sets people apart is not the nature of their cars, but the nature of their hearts. I'm always moved by those who say, pay for the person behind me with an energy that finds me wanting to explore the depth of people's kindness, which inspires others to do more. Every now and then, Someone pays their toll with a five or a ten and says, pass it on, my friend. And I get the joy of using their change to make a change in someone else's day. I get to enjoy the surprise of unsuspecting commuters as they discover that someone else has paid their way. I love to be a part of it and see how it often makes their day. It's not about the 50 cents, but about the uncommon kindness that defies the logic of common sense. There are those who, believe it or not, just don't get it. They don't understand why someone would want to pay their way. I don't know them, and they don't know me, they would say. I will never forget the day when a lady got out of the back of her grandson's car to look me in the eyes to tell me, she didn't have the toll fee. As I saw and felt the depth of her honesty, I told her, it's on me. And what a spectacle she made at the toll as she gave me a hug that left an impression on my soul. First class people may not always drive up in first class cars. And they may not always be able to pay the toll, but I am careful to recognize and respect them no matter what they drive up in, because what they drive up as is a first-class soul. 
a receipt, please. The question that is often asked by the commuters passing through the Georgia 400 toll plaza every day is one that is often asked without the acknowledgement of the toll booth cashier behind the window, the person that is expected to reach for falling quarters while taking a stranger's orders. It is a question that represents many, and it is one which I think about as I count each and every filthy penny. I count the many dollar bills that are so badly worn, like my emotions that inspire the questions between which I am so badly torn. Questions like, why was I born? Certainly not to be scorned for making an honest living or to be a servant for customers who believe they are always right, but stand in the wrong shoes to see the light. Can I have a receipt? It is the question often asked with condescending undertones, which I often do not reply. Because if manners were like a drink of water or a breath of fresh air, I'd have as much luck as a pilgrim in a desert hoping to find them there. Yet it is the quest of every pilgrim on a journey to be seen as someone worthy in a world that may not be quite convinced. We want a receipt for something more than 50 cents. We want a receipt for the hopes our hearts hold. We are people that matter. We have stories that go untold and dreams we dare not speak of for fear of what someone might say. Who are we to want more out of life for the debts we pay? A receipt is an acknowledgement of where we've come from and where we hope to go. It says that you have paid your dues, which you hope to recoup someday. And you should be able to live the life you choose. That is what our tears travel down our faces to say. As we work for all these bills, we have to pay. And the dream is that one day there will no longer be an outstanding balance. A day where we get paid, not for our warm bodies but our talents. This is the dream of many hardworking Americans every day. To live for the work they love so they will never have to work another day. A receipt, please. Because that is what is due as we continue to work to make our dreams come true traveling through we may all be traveling the same roads but we are on many different journeys we are traveling to destinations that we may never see because we failed to pack what was needed to make the trip we may not have everything we will need when we are starting out but in order to succeed, we must rise to the occasion when the occasion arises. Our needs are what the journey realizes. It is the need for a steady paycheck that brings the Georgia 400 toll plaza cashiers here. It is what we do not need 
that makes this job more difficult than some of us can bear. It is the many nasty stairs. But unfortunately, too often they do not stop there. We've been called niggas. We've been called bitches. And some of us have remained silent for fear of the doctor's stitches. When I started out on the journey that led me to this place, I made many stops before here that prepared me for what I'd face. I'm glad no one ever tells us how difficult the journey would be because the fear that would grip us would keep us from becoming the people we need to be. There are some things that I have been through which I wouldn't choose to go through again. But giving up now is not something I can even comprehend. I've decided to run on because I want to see what the end will be. And I want to know that the final destination was worth all the trouble it caused me. The journey is long, and there is a lot of work left for us to do. So this is my prayer for all of you. That your visions for your lives become so clear that you burn a path to success through your fear. In order to enjoy success tomorrow, we must work for it today. Your faithfulness will be rewarded all along the way. <laughs>